Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Illegal Council. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. It's of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. Legal Counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live from a beautiful Sydney Portier, sunny evening, late August. And you know what comes after August? September. Probably the most synonymous month with rugby league that that you can ever possibly get. September means finals footy. September means the best possible product that we have. And we are blessed that we are going into the month of September, as always coming to us live from the former lockdown capital of Australia, one test Thunderino, twice controversially axed Hong Kong Rugby League board member and finalist for Wellington Hunters second rower of the decade. How's it going, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Um, yeah, September is on its way. Whoa, 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 whoa. I Before guess- you get to September, Hunters. Oh, yeah, that was a Yeah. Uh, that was the decade 2000, 2010. So. The noughties. Yeah, there's. Um, I'm up against a, a bit of quality there. I think Harwood Henry, who I think is the boy of Fetu and Fuddy Henry, mm. uh, who played for the Kiwis in the early 80s. Um, who else was there? Simon Phillips, who could hit like a, a freight train, plays at Lesignon. Um Before before legal counsel, there was Jacko and Size Rugby League. So Jacko and Size Rugby League quote walked yeah. so that legal counsel could run. And and if anyone knows that this show was only possible really from the groundwork that Jacko and Size Rugby League did, and Simon Phillips, if he's listening, big shout out. What an all-time legend! I still, I still love that story when you're working at Lion. I think when I think you're still working at Lion when yep. uh, we started going out and old Fot, uh, you got like you played it over the like your, your computer speaks and Fot would come over and listen. Go, What's I, this? What's this? It was it was before podcasts. Like I remember you telling Quote. me it was a podcast, and I'm like, what is that? I'd never heard the word before, and we're talking 2005, 2006. Yeah. And I was working at Lion Breweries at the time. Turned up. No, no, it was two thousand. No, 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 mate. It was two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Still there. Yeah. And I turned yeah. it up, and I had two or three people huddle around my computer and listen to it. Um, brilliant stuff. Shout out to Simon Phillips. I hope he's listening. Um, I actually um, had to. Well, I was living in Brisbane. He was living on the Gold Coast. So every Sunday night. I drive down to the Gold Coast an hour because he had, he had a family back then, right? So it's not. I was like this: the single blokes, they're young, and you don't, you can't really make him drive up to prison with two kids on a Sunday. <clears> and um, oh, I was brilliant. I still remember like uh, one of the memories I have of those podcasts is far along or smacking a nester. That was oh, like two thousand seven, yep. at the end of that year. Yeah, and also just getting in like his spare bedroom, and he, he so Simon's are uh, mouldy and. 
we need to do the theme song and he just brought in a he like had a keyboard and a guitar and just typical sort of moldy in their culture they're just so, so good talented. at music he just whipped it up with like yeah. a guitar jack on size rugby league um theme song it really was brilliant it was ahead of its time as an understatement and if you've ever managed to hear one of those shows I mean, you foreshadowed what was one of the biggest um, developments in culture, I guess, podcasts of the next sort of 15 years. So so you're up against him. Anyone else? Kira Savage, is he in there? Kira Savage. Kira mm-hmm. Savage, he was um, Sia Soliola's best mate when they came over from New Zealand and stayed at uh, mm. East's house down there in Randwick. Wow. Um, so your kitty's a good man. He actually saw me in a compromising position one night in Wellington we were both uh, we had a big night and I ended up going to a, uh, all I remember was going to a Japanese restaurant with him and we then were trying to romance a couple of ladies mm. and uh, we, I was, it was soju based was it, so, what, was yeah, it soju? yeah it's plum wine, it's, it's, it's Korean I think no so what's the Japanese one? Oh god Anyway, what's the Japanese white r- rice wine? Actually, no, soju. I think you're right. I think you're right. It is It is Japanese. Anyway, whatever it is, right in. One of the and listeners will tell us that we're wrong. They do that every week. Yeah, I know, quote. And we're actually romancing uh, these girls, and then I ended up getting... So anyway, Kiridua at about 3 a.m. saw me um, spewing in the sink with a half erection mm. um, at about 3am in the morning he said he was shocked like it really <laughs> at home to his quite conservative values nice um, so you're up against it when did they name the um, when did they name this team uh, I've got no idea I mean it's just a bit of a laugh we'll, we'll, I'm not going to win it and so, see the, so I know the Wellington they- University Hunters is the team is that right what about the photo had of me, like my LinkedIn photo, where everyone else has got an action shot, like getting smashed or something? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, we've been on lockdown for, <clears throat> I think this is my 10th or 11th week. You're sitting maybe around the three to four mark? Uh, what weeks? Yeah, four yeah. now, I think it is. Um, starting to just, I've noticed. The most people that I've been talking to, and most of the talking you're doing these days is on a WhatsApp forum or a forum, it does seem to be getting a little bit testy. And I think the finals couldn't come soon enough just to ease a little bit of tension. I've noticed there's a lot more drinking, and I've noticed that there's a lot of blowing up. So I think the finals couldn't come soon enough. Is there anything that we need to look out for in round 25? Is there anything that actually means anything? Because the way I look at it, the maybe the only real thing is the battle for eighth spot and the minor premiership. Is there anything else in there? Because the Eels um, look as though they're resting Gutho. They don't give a fuck. Roosters, they're trying to go for that fourth spot. But um, I think Mandy has got that now. Sorry? Just still make four. Well, yeah, the Roosters can make the four, but now Manly have got them. So Manly have got the Roosters and the Eels. They are on 32 points, Manly. Yeah. 32, the Eels, and 32, the Roosters. But the Eels, I think, are giving up because they've got the Panthers. Eagles have obviously got the Cows. Now, the Roosters have got the Raiders, which has got an enormous... Um, it's an enormous yeah. game on there because... Is that Thursday night? Uh, I'm not sure what night it is, but the Raiders win. 
And then they go to 24 points, which is going to force the Sharks to beat the Storm. Now, prior to the Storm losing to the Eels, the Storm are most likely going to rest their players for that. Now, yep. I think the yep. Storm play because Pro- Craig Bellamy is a is a motherfucker that doesn't want to lose a minor premiership. He's not going to give that pre- minor premiership and the satisfaction to the Panthers, is he? No, no, no. no. Especially when you know that the Panthers won the minor premiership last year. So and I, I think um, we'll get to it. But yeah, that's a big round of foot. It's like the other thing I did want to say is that we're in lockdown, re hurry. Mm. We've only got one round of eight games left, mm-hmm. and don't, that can hurt. That can hurt. I mean, the week after when you got four games, that's good. You can get Friday. You know, there's one one more week of Thursday night football, for instance. What my thoughts are on, I'll get to them. I'll get my thoughts on that. I want to, I want to review the permutations. All right. So everyone below 10th spot are gone. The fact that the Warriors lost <clears throat> didn't matter too much because the Sharks won. Okay. So yeah. the Titans have to beat the Warriors and they have to hope that the Raiders lose to the Roosters. And they also have to hope that the the Sharks lose and lose by a decent amount um, because they get a points difference of mm, 23 points on the Sharks. So the Titans are still a legitimate hope. I think the yeah. Raiders are a hope because the Roosters are just missing so many players and now they're probably their second or third best player is out. There's no incentive. Hey? Arguably the oh, second best player, yeah, yeah. Mm. They're not. It's not. It's definitely their second best player. Yeah. Anyway, so there, there's no incentive for the Roosters to win, which means there's a real chance that the Raiders could come over the top there. So the Raiders are hope of of getting, and and if I had to put my money where my, um, in my mouth is, I'm thinking Raiders and Sharks out. Storm play their best players. They fuck over the Sharks. And it goes Storm, Panthers, Rabbitohs, Manly, Eels, Roosters, Knights, Raiders. Wow. Mm. That's interesting. And I think if you're the Titans, you've just got to be fucked off with the organisation for blowing the last five weeks. They had it all there for them. Um. I think the Sharks are unlucky with Sean Johnson going down. They were they were going to piss into that eight spot. Yeah, um, I feel you. Good on the Knights. They've got the Broncos. If they win that game, right, the Knights are going to finish in seventh, and I know everyone's going to say a joke, but they're going to finish on seventh, and they're going to be 13 and 11, make back-to-back semis, which is nothing to be sneezed at in the NRL era, but you get the general feeling that that, that club's on the... I just get the feeling that that club's on the verge of, you know, going through another awful period again. Yeah, so do I. I mean, so they would play the Roosters mm-hmm. round, round, round first week of finals, which yeah. they could be. I mean, they're, they're missing like 15 players. And that that's a juicy, that's, that's a matchup that the Knights won't back down from. Um, then you're going to say Eels play the Sharks sorry play the Raiders because we think the Raiders are going to get in if yeah. you're the Raiders fuck me you fancy yourself don't you so what we might get in week one of the oh, finals yes. what's that 
Not against the Eels, they won't fence themselves. They would. Mate, the Eels played fucking good last night. It's the first win they've had in like five weeks, six weeks. I'm just saying, if you're the Raiders and you, and you limp into eighth spot, you've got to be happy who you're going to get as the Eels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've Thank got you. the back half of the eight finals week one. There's a bit of juice in that because of just the permutations. And then you go in with just creme de la creme, Storm Manly, and Panthers Rabbitohs. So, unfortunately, what's your thoughts on the trail tackle? Let's go there. Uh, four weeks. Mm. Four weeks, but I mean, everyone's saying, you know, slagging the trail off. Yeah, look, he plays his game on the, on the boundary. Yeah. Uh, oh, I find it having a go at Latrell like it's like all league fans and fans need to realise if you're going to love Latrell for what he is and what he can play, you need to know he plays on the boundary and therefore occasion like that, that mistakes like that happen. Mm. Yeah, but he needs to get, get <laughs> he needs to get uh, uh, discipline for as well, which he is, and it looks like he's going to miss the finals, which is I think yeah. You know, South will pretend it's not that big a deal, but it's huge because he's the type of player that breaks games, massive games open. You saw it at Origin, right? Or National State Football. You saw how he just, on his day, when he wanted to play, he just carved the Queensland up. The South, you know, the case for South was, was growing every week. And, you know, it's hard to believe that they are a team that in 19 and 4, in any other season, you're a runaway minor premiership. Premier, but everything that if you could put in together the case for the Rabbitohs, you're basically saying, look, Latrell's going to play out of his skin, Cody Walker's going to play out of his skin, um, and Adam Reynolds is going to be absolutely flawless, and then the forwards are going to play above their pay grade, which they have been doing all year. Like they don't, on paper, have a great full pack, but I think Tom Burgess is he needs a special mention. How good has he been? the last 18 months, two years, when he was, for a, quite a while, just the, the poor younger brother or, or younger sibling of of George. He's incredible now, Tom Burgess. He's very good. And, look, Colin Matangi and, like, players like Margot, they've got a very good value out of. Mm. Um, Who? Margot? No, it's not that bad. For, yeah, Patrick Margot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Colum and Tuggy, and even like Nichols has just played the, you know, Anglo-Saxon forward that goes forward all day. Yeah, he's your argument for and like his girlfriend saw something. Uh, no, no, no. It, Sorry, correct. Sorry, mate, you just cut out then. But like his Mark Nichols' girlfriend knew something. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, keep going. Can you hear me most? Yeah. I was just saying Mark Nichols' girl must have a better rugby league eye than we do. She saw something, didn't she? And and for all of you that <clears throat> that don't know what we're talking about, suggest you Google Mark Nichols and Mark Nichols' girlfriend for, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of memes, rugby league memes made out of that photo. She's exquisite and he is not a good looking rooster. But for some, he's obviously got a great personality. I'll leave it at that. And, and I think he, he even had hair when that photo was taken. He had one less tooth, though, didn't he? Tooth missing. 
Yeah, maybe quite. So, finals, Storm Manly is the pick of the games, isn't it? That is peak rugby league. Yeah, it is. Don't that, get better. That game we had the other weekend but with Storm and Eagles gave us a glimpse of how good that game could be. Mm. Will there be crowds for the semifinals? Of course there will. Well, it's gonna, the semifinals are going to be in Queensland, aren't they? So what's the COVID situation in Queensland now? Oh, you just can go to the pub. You can do anything. Fuck. Shout out to Queensland. Jeez, yeah. imagine being there right now. Going into a final series, you'd go to every game. But they must be on the precipice. Like, it just takes one bloke to, like, walk across the border from Coolangatta, right? Mm-hmm. Very difficult, so- that border, isn't it? That Coolangatta um, tweed head area to police. Twin Towns based. Um, so, where are the finals going to be played? You reckon Suncorp all four? Oh, they can take them to Queensland Country Bank Stadium, too. Like Townsville Stadium, good call. Good. So call. what they are on? I don't know if, if this has been Friday night first should be at Suncorp. Then Saturday they have a double hit up at uh, uh, Townsville Stadium, and then Sunday have Suncorp. Any true league fan who calls himself a league fan, if you go right, <clears throat> you've got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday first week of finals. Tell me how the draw goes. You go. What's the first game on the Friday? Uh, the first game on the Friday is always one versus four, isn't no. it? No. Versus three. No. It is. No. It's not two versus three. It's one versus four then. You always have... No, they, they, mate, there's no... No, hang on. Are you, are you asking a league fan what they usually do yeah. or they mix it up every year quote do they they mix it up every year for, for uh, TV ratings but if you want to ask me what it'll do it'll be so week I reckon Friday night because who are the big drawers we got we got South that's a big so that's going to be South versus Panthers you reckon yep and then okay so Saturday afternoon Saturday afternoon uh, with a shittest drawing game, which is going to be... You're wrong, Jack. You uh, always play a lower half game on the Friday night. You, you don't. Yeah, you, look, the- last year, what happened? Oh, I can't remember the finals last year. Yeah, I remember I remember that. I remember that awesome... I think, like, was it last year Roosters played um, Panthers? And that was the Friday night. But no, but Rehurry, I know you're thinking this, but they don't. What NRL do is they do it on who's going to get the TV rights. Therefore, I guarantee it'll be South Panthers Friday night. Mm. Saturday afternoon will be the shittest drawing. So that'll be uh, Knights. Who Knights got? Roosters. Knights, Roosters. Roosters will be 5.30. Yeah. And Saturday night will be Eels. Eels Raiders. Eels Raiders. Yeah. And then they'll be Storm Seagulls. So my theory with that is that I don't reckon they'll have a whole day dedicated to the bottom half of the eight games. Usually you have a bottom half of the eight game on the Friday, followed by a bottom and a top on the Saturday, and then a top on the Sunday. Yeah. So I know for a fact last year, 
the on the Sunday game mm. was um, Souths versus Knights. It was two. Yeah. Which was what? Five plays eight. Six plays seven. Well, no. It was six or seven, wasn't it? Yeah, they came six last uh, last year. South. Six. And then what was the other one? Fifth versus eighth must have been um. Sharks. Oh, Sharks. Roosters. Lost. Sharks. Roosters. Was it? Roosters mm-hmm. came fifth. Yeah, Sharks. Roosters. Johnson got and no, no, that wasn't a semi final. Sharks. Raiders, oh. and that was a Friday night. Correct. It was a Saturday night. That was a Saturday night. Saturday night. It Sharks and then played Roosters the weekend after at, at SCG. the SCG and beat them. And then got flogged by the storm. They didn't even get a fire shot in the semi. Um, did you want to touch on any... What stood out at you this week? Like... Uh, what stood out for me... Oh, well, I think we've got to talk about the Eel Storm game, which I don't think you watched, but no. she was like... Eels turned up. You could, I could sort of see as soon as they, their first five minutes, they turned up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they ran like someone like, like everyone giving Nathan Brown flat track bully sort of yard, yarns. Mm. Um, junior Paulo, like just, they just turned up like it was a finals game. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Kidwell and Brad Arthur just sort of sold them, you know, and they, and I think they needed to. It's actually saved their season. So, the storm. They had Lume 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 Lume. Yeah, they had Jar Hughes. They had Jar Hughes. They had mate. Their team was great. They did not have Brandon Smith starting. He came off the bench. No, he started at lock. I apologise. They had yeah. as close to their he best team. Said lock and Grant was hooker. Now is Smith going to get under injury? Uh, sorry, suspension for the hit. That he put on? Uh, don't know. What did you put down the Eels? So how did the Eels beat them? Because I didn't watch the game. Just ran hard up the guts. Paulo, Brown, uh, and Sean Lane type play. Isaiah, Isaiah Papali'i. And then, eight. What's that? So strange. Their best player this year, Papali'i, who yep. made an absolute, you know, career redefining role on the on the left hand side is now yep. playing prop yep. like it's a strange good. move they wanted sure, well because it's based on the medicine injury right uh, it's suspension suspension I mean so yeah they so had, they had listen to this on the bench they had Bryce Cartwright and Keegan Hipgrave like yep. two of the worst players in the comp Oh, you hate that grave. But he's, not the- he's a walking fucking sin bit. I know, he's a walking <laughs> quote. But, mate, they, they played all, they went all right. Like, in, in Moses played really well. Dylan Brown, Dylan Brown played what he's good at, right? Which is the running 5 8. And Moses, you know, he dropped one, but I mean, his kicking game was good. Moses played really well. Do you know what Keegan Hitgram's nickname is? Canary. Banter. Nah, no banter, because he's just a walking yellow card. <laughs> Thank me. Um, so the storm, it's the loss that they had to have. Everyone's going to repeat repeat it. I know. Um, how good is Christian Welsh as a spokesperson for every single fan in rugby league? 
like you've seen his comments on Twitter. He's yeah. just so fluent, so honest, and he literally represents the views, I'm sure, of every single rugby league fan, and he's not afraid to call it. The the midweek decision, and I know that you were trolling, you probably had a few extra weeks in lockdown, but that decision to try and implement a new rule, which has apparently already been quashed, that you get a fucking seven tackle set if you kick the ball over the sideline is madness. It's it's just absolute madness. Welsh kicked it out. Uh, sorry, called it out and did it well. What was your first reaction to that rule change? Yeah, I agree. Mine was, I was just trolling on those You're forums. But fire. yeah, mm. I was just like, I mean, but I always, I do open my mind up and never think about it, right? Yeah. What yeah, it, yeah, good. It ends up being, but I, it just ends up being touch, right? It, it ends up, I don't even know what this, yeah, you're right, it is, touch. You're penalised for anything other than running fast and straight. And then you, when you do your kicks, you would just kick it into the middle of the field and it would just be, I mean, there'd be so much fatigue. And I mean, one thing I really want to get more people playing a game, like we need like Asian kids and Indian kids because they're the future of Australia. Mm-hmm. Like that's, one goes, oh, the country's growing and what's well, not over the last two years, but when it grows, it's based on immigration. Mm-hmm. And it's it's Chinese and, and Indian kids, so anything we can get them playing is good. Uh, but yeah, as like a purist league, you know, I think you shared it. it was that guy that sort of talked like there's nothing more rugby league than oh, like I've just got a- it in front of me. I've got it in front of me. So Welsh says, please leave our game alone. The tension, grind, pressure, and game management is almost already gone. Would love the commission for less gimmicking with the rules and more focus on bigger picture strategy. And then <clears throat> just a good Twitter Twitter guy, big Raiders man, Jack. He used to be Caesar's Palace, I might add. Well said again, Christian. I don't want to watch rugby league if I can't watch a plucky halfback put one over the sideline and rev up his ties forwards with a resounding series of claps. And one more set here, boys. And then Welsh comes back. The game we love. Chirfy halfback sprays the pigs up, sprays the pigs to fire up as he retreats to the wing to contribute zero tackles in that set. I would say, I would honestly say, kicking the ball over the sideline after a fucking hard set, once you've just scored points and now you've kicked it over the sideline, eight minutes to go, running clock down, is the very definition of peak rugby league. Oh, yeah. And when I think about, when I when, when that guy sees his palace, or when I hear, when that statement, I fit my picture... Like Matt Orford. Oh, I was going to say Brad- Matt Orford. <laughs> I think Brad Matt Fittler Orford, Cooper Cronk, Brad- Daily Cherry Evans. Trent Barrett did it too. Yeah, quote. nice. And, but the other thing I was just thinking about now is if this seven tackle set, which is quite interesting, and, and again, again, this is this thing that people probably wouldn't know about it, but if someone kicks it near the sideline, mm. the wingers and fullbacks are probably going to like let it, trying to let it go over. Mm. And then they could get in trouble because they might be like letting it go over to get seven tackle sets. But then a fast wheel just comes through and like tow it ahead. So I don't know. Like kicking for Adam cars. Yeah, it's just mindless. And, and Wayne Pierce, apparently the brainchild behind it, um, talking to a close friend of the show whose cousin works for the NRL did not have complimentary 
things to say about Wayne Pierce. And, you know, he's on- the, What is it? Project- What's that project? Apollo. Project Apollo. Nothing good has ever come out of Wayne Pierce post-football, um, apart from his career on NRL on Fox, when he was mildly entertaining. Wait, but is the- I, Look, do you still not like the six again rule? No, mate. I think the six again rule for- um, Offsides is terrible. But ruck infringement's okay. Take it or leave it. I would I would leave it, but I'm okay with it maintaining. I think it's just such a harsh penalty. The game didn't need speeding up, but but I'm okay with it. I'm prepared. The 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 one rule I'd love removed is the kick it dead gets six again. Because on no, the back no. of the other ones, like that was bought in to nullify Billy Slater. It was just stupid. No, I would. I'm just wondering. It penalises yeah. you for going for a field goal to try and win a game. It penalises no, you for no. trying to kick the ball dead. Yeah, I don't mind the rules. Just those fucking stupid ones where you've gone for a try or something, and you've and you've somehow unfortunately kicked it by mistake, and it goes dead, oh. and then you get seven. Oh, that's fucked. Like, oh. so as I've said, maybe the rule is if you kick it dead outside the other team's 20 or something at seven tackles. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, I've just never more... And I said this a couple of weeks ago. We missed a show last week. Jeez, I enjoy watching rugby league at Redcliffe. Redcliffe. What's the name of the park? Uh, it's called Morton Daly Stadium. So, Morton so, Daly's great. An, another double header there today. It was just a fucking picture. They have to get the... 17th license so since the last show where we we're talking about how much we love Morton Daly Stadium the Firehawks have merged with the Bombers in, in the a Jets. bid so we've only got two bids left uh, they, they merged with the Jets oh so the Bombers Is are still there what happened to the Bombers oh, so no, mate, the Bombers didn't make it so the Jets who, oh, so who are the Jets what's the name yeah, Ipswich Ipswich Got you. So the Bombers never made the cut of the last three. Good, because that's a stupid name as well. Terrible. <laughs> so Dolphins, fantastic name. I don't know another Dolphin franchise apart from Miami Dolphins. Shit cool. Um, take that back. If they get Dolphins, that means every Queensland team has got a name after a gridiron team. Dolphins, Cowboys, Broncos, Titans. Great call. Great right. call. Um, I mean, that's what you've got to love the Eels and the Storm. Like, the Storm is such a unique name. Dragons? Dragons, yeah. Eels. You're never going to see a rabbit or a rooster. Bears. Oh, bears. Browns, ah, uh, sorry. Okay, Chicago Bay. Chicago bears. Mmm. Um, so... Steelers, how good? Hey? Steelers, actually, he was fucking Pittsburgh Steelers, so it's yeah. not that unique. Jesus. No, I, I agree. Um, what's the Western Reds? Like, what was the Reds? Like, Cincinnati Reds based. But what was it named red. after? A red is like a, a big male red kangaroo. Oh. Mm. Fuck, I never knew that. <laughs> was, I never was, knew that. I mean... I guess you yeah. can't go ruse, can you? Because there's just too many connotations with the kangaroos and the and well, the AFL. You know, well, do you know what a boomer is? No. A boomer is like the biggest uh, aggressive male kangaroo. 
Really? And that's what the Boomers, the basketball team, are named after? Yeah, quite. The wow. Boomers. Fuck again, I didn't know that. Um, sea Eagles. So we've had the Sea Eagles and the Seagulls. I mean, the Seagulls, I always, <clears throat> I grew up, fell in love with rugby league after the 89 grand final. I could never understand naming a franchise after a fucking putrid bird like the Seagull. <laughs> that just fucking goes after your fish and chips. Oh. I know. I mean, a weird one. Have you ever had a positive experience with the Seagull? No. Nah, in fact, no, nah, exactly. Like, unless they were just one of those teams that just, oh, there was that Alfred Hitchcock movie, Birds, wasn't there? Yes. Yeah. Were they Seagulls? No, I think there was I more think- sparrows and um, ravens and. Nah, I think country. they were mainly seagulls that were attacking, so maybe they were just trying to put like a horror movie on. But what about? I actually think, you know, would offloads mm. be a good name for a professional franchise? It's too gimmicky. Okay, I know that's your fantasy team. Let's talk about that. So, at the start of the season, we you travelled north. This is when we could travel. We went up. And we had a draft party. 11 of the 12 franchises were there. I think we spoke about it. Hell of a night. Um, fuck, I was, I was dead the next day. I was, I was asleep on my lounge room floor. I had two kids prodding me like I was a, you know, when, uh, kids have sticks at a park and they just like prod dog shit. That Isn't was it like a cadaver? A cadaver. Yeah, your own law based. <laughs> Actually, just before we move on from Cadaver, did you see Pepin Hay- Oh, you haven't. If you didn't watch the game last night, mm-hmm. you've got to go and look on Facebook or Instagram or something and watch the Cadaver Cadaver that Pepin Hazen did on Heinz. Really? So, what happened? And you've got to watch this for me. Yeah, so what happened? So, Heinz came on, uh, on the field, made a beautiful little silky run that he makes, right? He is silky. And then got hammered. Got hammered, I think, by Will Penasini. Love him. And was he literally knocked out. It was knocked out. Yep. And Pappenhausen went to dummy half, mm. and lit- I couldn't believe his strength. Literally picked him up. Penasini. Literally picked him up and made him stand up to play the ball. No, picked like, up his knocked out teammate. No, I'm going to, after the show, I'm going to send you the link to show you it. He l- picked him up, and like, then. He just wanted to quick play the ball, hmm. and then Hines played it like real wobbly. I'm going to send it to you. And I was oh, like, oh, so it's not a cadaver. It's not a cadaver. No, but he was a. But what is a cadaver again? A cadaver is when you score a try, right? The tackle no, comes over the top and does a does a you know a tackle a feeble tender tackle, but jumps on the try scorer. It's almost like you can't stop yourself doing it. Then your teammate yeah. runs across and takes yeah. the defender, lifts him up, and throws him over the ground like a dead body. Hence the term the cadaver, and it's a very yeah. niche rugby league term that we invented like- last year. This was an offensive cadaver. So I'm going to send you the link. Anyway, I'm going to just reminds me. So carry on. Offloads. Uh, now, we were talking about fantasy. Yeah, so you're the offloads, right? So I was in the uh, quarters last week. I got resoundingly beat. You came away in a big upset at the quarters. Now you've had an even bigger upset in the semis. No one would have picked it. You were paying 151 bucks to one to win preseason. Um, even after the draft... Controversially, you took Cameron Smith in the what round? Uh, 
third year, fourth year. Third or fourth, which is ballsy. Um, and, or did you? Yeah, no, that's right. You did. Cody Walker was your first pick. I tried to trade him for Murdoch Masilla, but the uh, CEO commission didn't let me go through. Got vetoed. And you're now in the final. And the keys to your team have been Isaiah Papali, William Bubba Kennedy. Oh, I love him so much. And Mark Nichols with a double. And Jason Saab. He's been amazing. Jason Saab has been phenomenal. So your team... And Cody Walker. Cody Walker's obviously phenomenal. So you're in the final now. God, I'd like to win. I'd love to get to a champion's lunch. And you get to go to the champion's lunch with a blazer. You get presented with a blazer. I'm going to win it first. Fuck. Well, that's if you get there. If you win. I mean, the whole league's going to be behind you, surely. It's a, rags, it's a Leicester City type story. <coughs> um, so, congrats to you. The Delfield, which is the suburb that you live in? Street. Street. The Delfield offloads. So, yeah, and that's what I was thinking about. We got professional names. Could you, like, that's why I thought the breakers were quite good for basketball. What like, was that? What was that after? Oh, uh, waves. Waves. And a break is something you do in. Um, Fast break. Pun, yeah, pun so based. The 4020s or the. Yeah, I don't know. There's probably not one you could do that you'd get away with for a Shoulder professional. Shoulder charges? <laughs> Thank me. That'd be good. Oh, what, what do they call it when you. um? When you like a coat hanger, yeah, clothesline. The clothesline, the coat hanger, is a rugby league team, isn't it? Like if you had one of those farm, like those country teams, and they just called themselves the clotheslines, and then just in their emblem, just had like one of those hills hoists, make me <laughs> or a um, the diffusals, bomb diffusals, diffusals. Oh, that term diffusals, like is that? An actual proper step that like NRL.com. No, we've talked we've talked about this, I reckon, a couple of years ago. And really? that is the yeah. one of the un um recorded stats in this in this earth. Who would be for you Chief Bomb diff- Diffusal? I'm gonna say something that's gonna be real controversial, but I think he's the best in the business. Ken Mamalo. Yeah, I was gonna say Ken Mamalo. He yeah. does yeah. not drop contested bombs. He diffuses them. Phenomenal. I would say Xavier Coates too, but the thing about Xavier Coates is he fucking drops everyone that he's attacking. Yeah, true. Josh Mansour's not great, is he? No. Um, I want to roughly touch on just I'll mention the, the our team briefly only because I mentioned Ken Mamalo. That Ken Mamalo for DWZ is not going to go. It's it's not going to age well, is it? No. DWZ single-handedly lost us the game with his stupidity on Friday night. I don't know where it went wrong for him, eh? I think they actually got him for leadership. But he's just a fucking brain fart. He does the weirdest and stupidest shit every week. It's sort of... He's like the Benjamin Button, right? Like... When he first came in, he was young. He was smarter. He gets dumber as he gets older. I know. I know. I think that if I think dumb, right, if I think dumb rugby league players, I've got DWC right up there. I've got Andrew Fafida. Um, Todd Lowry. Who? Todd Lowry. Todd, <laughs> Todd Lowry. Fuck. 100%. Um, oof. I can't really think of too many dumb players than that. Barnworth. 
Mm. Josh Dugan off the field. What about those ones on Blake the Ferguson? What about those stupid fan questions? What do you mean? You know, Vossi on the fan always goes, oh, if you're uh, second... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you just get... Th- all you do is cut to the... <laughs> the first and laugh. <laughs> I still I still do chuckle with the thirst and laugh. Um all right, let's go through let's go through next week. Let's go through let's go through the draw. All right. I want, I want you to give it to I want you to give me your uh your, your set of eight. Alright? Yeah. Thursday night. Roosters Raiders. Mackay. Roosters. Friday pub game, Shark Storm. Well, it's a good pub game. Uh, Storm. Storm only a dollar, uh, Storm are a dollar 37. So the sports bet aren't sure if they're going to rest their team because if they weren't resting, they'd be a dollar 10. So there's a bit, reckon, of, bit of money for the punters there. That's value for a let it ride, I reckon. Cause even, I reckon even if they rest their team, they'll probably still beat the Sharks. Yeah. You wouldn't want to put your balance on that though. Sharks. Sorry. Eagles, Panthers, Seabus Super, dollar 30. That's free money because Gutho's getting rested. He's the talisman of that scene. So, surely you're going with the Panthers there? Yep. Broncos Knights at Suncorp. Broncos. Cowboys. So, Knights can't lose seven. No. Cowboys, Eagles, Manly playing a dollar three. A dollar three. We're at Countrywide Bank Grandstand, uh, Countrywide State. Townsville. They're paying a dollar three away from home. And the Cowboys coming off a win as well. That helped me out a lot. So I have a big bet with a, uh, with a close friend of the show that the Warriors finish ahead of the Dragons and the Warriors lost on Friday night, he, I went and uh, did exercise with him on Saturday morning. He was into me all day, and I was like, fuck, you know what? I don't think you're going to beat the Cowboys. He was laughing at me. And not only did they lose, they lost by 12. So the Dragons have the Rabbitohs. Um, the Warriors have the Titans. So even two losses, you'd expect the Warriors to get closer to the Titans. So I'm looking good for that bet. Rabbitohs, Dragons. Rabbitohs. Titans Warriors Seabus Super. Titans Warriors at Seabus. Ti- uh, Warriors Warriors. I, I agree. Warriors. Agree. Tigers, so, dogs, Morton Daly, and then Tigers, dogs, just Tigers. But so with my things that I think Roosters will beat Raiders. Mm-hmm. I think all those three teams going for the eight will lose. Then who goes through? Is it points diff? So if all three teams lose, okay. it'll depend how much they so lose. Sharks boy. and Raiders both lose. Sharks go through because the Raiders are fifty points differential behind them. Now the only ones on twenty-two. So the Titans have to win and win relatively well. Which I don't think they will. I think the Warriors usually win when we don't have anything on it. It's classic Warriors. This is an absolute classic. We might be a spoiler. Did you see that Matt Lodge might miss two weeks from that tackle that he did? Oh, you're kidding. I, I just, I, the, the game, the, the, the judiciary, the charging system, we need a fucking do-over. And I want an investigation. I want Jeff Toovey hitting it up because something's not fucking right. Quotes. 
But that's the other thing about the Warriors this weekend. They're going to win and just give us so much. We're going to like, fuck, it's going to be a big, big year next year. Do you know what I'll compare it to? Two years ago, when we beat the Raiders in the last round at yes. Bruce Stadium, we scored the try of the season, Tane Milne based. Yeah, quote, make me. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. Cunts. Love them, mate. What did that do to the Raiders? They just gave them a wake-up call before the finals, didn't it? But they didn't lose a spot or anything. No. No. Because was that the one where they made the grand final? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 100%. We, we, we got them there. We, we got them there. Yeah. Um. That's it. That's us. We won't miss a show again. We've been very slack lately, but you can blame lockdown. Um, yeah. We've only got no, five we'll, shows. And the finals. Good luck to the offloads. Hopefully, we'll yeah. go Sunday morning next week. We won't drink like we have done on Saturday. So, we'll make up. We'll get up early Sunday morning and we can get a half-time update of the offloads. Yeah, quite. See you next week. You've got to love your league. Gotta love you, Lee. If he leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Takes away the biggest part of me